Hello guys and welcome to episode 131 of the Worldwide Chelsea Podcast. It's your host Matt back again and I am joined by my wonderful usual guests Carlito and Jared. How are you guys doing? Go ahead Jared. How, how, how is it that he is Carlito but I go back to my, my uh, given name? That's just messed up man. Do you no, want to be I, called a jester? Just, just call me Uncle Jay. Yeah, you're, you're a little Uncle bit more Jay. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jay. Just don't call me Uncle Daddy. Jay. That's all I ask. Oh, that's that's the way to start it out. Well, thank you for interrupting the nothing that I was so so lovingly enjoying uh, to come on here and uh, talk smack about people. I mean Chelsea. And, uh, yeah, glad to be here. Oh, yeah, it, it, it is good to be here. Carlito, how are you getting on? Uh, it's a lazy Sunday, my man. It is a lazy Sunday. I can't complain. I, look, I'm a little concerned. We'll <laughs> obviously get into it. But I'm a little concerned about the inertia that this club is experiencing in the market right now. Um, the, 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 the sales have been extraordinary. I was talking with one of my uh, best friends, Paul, just yesterday. And, uh, you know, we were still marveling at how um, how many deals that we have executed. And I think that the Lukaku deal, Ziyech, Chalabut, and um, Aubameyang, those deals are all going to get wrapped up pretty quickly. Uh, but it's just – it's a testament to how great businessmen these owners of ours are. They really are. They're – they planned this to a T. It's been brilliant. I think that we'll net like two ninety million total uh, in a span of six weeks. That it's never happened before. I mean, because you can't you can't count Neymar because that was a that was a buyout clause and it was just one player. But the amount of players that we've sold and everything that we've done in six weeks is nothing short of remarkable. And it is it was just as important to sell as it was to buy. But now that we are concluding our sales business, I think that it is squeaky bum time and we need to start boogieing just a little bit. We need to boogie. Um, and now that includes Caicedo. That includes maybe Randall Colo Muani, who is now the new name that we're linked with. Uh, maybe it's Vlavich. I don't know. Another winger slash ACM. Maybe Dybala. Maybe Ryan Sherkey. Um, but we need to start doing business because it, preseason has started. Our American campaign has started, and we are an incomplete team yet again. And if people think that that's not a big deal, they're wrong. It is a big deal. Okay, We need to be playing these games uh, with the full squad, and we absolutely do not have the full squad. Yeah, I mean, I... I... I agree with you in part. I, I do. I do. I do think it's it is a problem not having players um, of preseason, but it's not the end of the world. It, especially yeah. when it's a, when it's a when it's a bigger player like Caicedo in terms of he has a bit more of experience of being able to fit into the team. It's not like we just plop in someone from a completely different league, never played in the Prem, never even being close to that kind of this physicality and level. Um, and they've got their first adjust to that. So it is a bit more of a steady 
um, sidestep for Kasak. Well, not sidestep, <laughs> probably a downgrade without how he played last season, but for Caicedo um, coming in. Um, so, I, I mean, you know me, I'm normally the most negative Nancy out, out there uh, in terms of football. <laughs> if there's something to moan about, I'll moan about. But for once, I'm actually the more positive one. I've just calmed down. Caicedo is not going to Liverpool. Caicedo is going to come to Chelsea. It, it, it sounds like it's payment structure. It's smaller margins of fees that we're struggling with. And when it's that close, teams don't just pull out. At the end of the day, you'll get it done. It's just who has to compensate more. It might be Chelsea because Brighton seem to, according to the London world, want their exact fee or nothing. Um but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I think it will get done. I think it'll probably be done, as we were saying, off air before or just maybe just after the Brighton game. Um, the benefit as well, they are we are in the same country. And I did look up now just both the uh, pre-season games, roughly the same part of the USA as well, um, generally on that East Coast side. I think the only game that looks a bit further away would be Chicago at the end. But if, if it's not done by the Dortmund game, then I'd be worried. Yeah. It's just, but, I, you know, I don't... I, Brighton, Brighton <laughs> is really difficult to negotiate with. Um, they, I feel as though they're a little bit disingenuous in that I think that they are harboring some ill will towards us about Levi Colwell. Because we just we won't even entertain a discussion about him. It's it, it's simply not going to happen. Cole will is now with the team, traveling to America, and I foresee he's going to sign a very long, very lucrative, very incentive laden um, contract. And Brighton are probably foolish for even thinking that they were going to get him in the first place. Uh, but I think that they may have convinced themselves that they were going to, and now that they obviously are not going to. Um, I, I think they're trying to stick it to us a little bit. And if you think that adults are above that shit, I can assure you they are not. Uh, adults are just as childish as children. And I feel as though, yeah, they're going to try and bleed us with this one. Uh, I mean, and, you know, the, the, the more we get into July, uh, the more nervous everybody is going to be from the training staff, so the team, to the manager, to the fans even though the fans don't matter. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that they're fucking with us a little bit, and uh, it's certainly working. Yeah, I mean, I I actually do disagree with you. Okay. That. Um, I mean, I, I get the point that we want the best fee for our club, but if we're going to quote potentially astronomical prices for Colwell, Brighton are in their right to go and do the same. Um, and if it was vice versa... We'd be saying the same. I mean, we could be. It could be looking at the Cucurella deal. Cucurella deal was um, outrageous. Outrageous. So we're putting it outrageous on Carwell, and then they're doing the same for Kaiser. Um It is a business where big clubs go in, and at the moment, especially from an early age and certain ages, you get all these smaller clubs that develop players, and then we go try and poach them at the end. So. Really, as a, as someone that also supports a bit of a smaller club in Club Bruges, that small club has every right to put whatever fee the market 
deteriorates and at the moment the market how crazy it is it means teams can just put crazy prices on because they know these big clubs are going to keep coming back coming back coming back so it's just their way of keeping their financial model going because some some of these smaller clubs not necessarily brighton and the Premier League clubs but you're talking your foreign clubs your inters your stuff they do rely on player sales to keep their financial going so they're of course they're going to do bigger fees and this is why i I like to push the multi-club model a bit more because it can be a finally a way of making your people inside without just putting them in youth teams. You can develop and streamline talent in your own system, um, within your own books, um, and then you don't have to pay outrageous fees. We can go and create our own talents. We don't have to. We we don't problem with Chelsea's. We haven't scouted enough, and we keep having to just go to all these clubs, pinching their top talent, and then. We wonder why we have to keep paying premium prices for it. Um, I got to ask you though, the Colwell deal. What was the price we we put him at? I, I mean, I think that that might have been a little bit of a misnomer. I don't think there was a price. What, was there a price? Well, I, I I've from the some of the um, what you call it sources that have said that thirty and forty million pound bids have been put in and rejected. Right. So you're, and there has been talks of 50, 60 plus, which for a player that's played one season of Premier League, done okay at Brighton, but not, I think we are, we are charging very premium prices um, for Cole's level and development. Um, obviously, we rate him very highly and don't forget this is a player that, whether we like to admit it or not, ha- has got his head turned, turned a little bit and that's why Brighton yeah. are fully in their right to come in and go and get him. Because they know that Brighton won't put in bids and get rejected if they know the player isn't slightly turned. So it it is a way of Brighton can go, well, your player's turned. Your player does want to potentially leave. So entertain us. Um, I, I, I think it's part, part and parcel of the game. I think people, I get you get loads of people and it's even with Inter, Inter Milan. And I've heard YouTubers say it about Brighton as well. Is that, oh, once we've done this, deal of Caicedo, we should never go and buy a Brighton player ever again. But it's like, no, but if, if you do that at every club that you do it with, because every club is going to put huge prices on their players, you're not going to have any clubs to deal with. You've got to keep these relationships. <laughs> you don't just that, burn bridges for the sake of burning bridges. As someone that actually said that, no, 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 no. Keep the, keep the, the bridge unburnt <laughs> for every other club except Brighton. Except Brighton. They are a demon club. They are just just, horrible. Horrible to deal with. I think that if you're Chelsea, you say, okay, well, if you want Caldwell that bad, straight up swap Caldwell for Caicedo. There you go. If you want him that bad, there you go. Ah, they won't do that. No, they won't do that because they really don't want him that bad. Where they'll put that type of money in for him. Well, that's the thing. The problem is we want Caicedo that bad, and that's why Brighton knows. And, and, and there you go. That, they that's exactly right. It's because all part of the game. The, the buyer, you, you know, if the buyer wants it bad enough, and the seller doesn't want to sell it at below a certain price bad enough, then you know there's going to be tough negotiations. Just the way it is. And, the, and I, I think this is all overblown. By people keeping try, trying to keep the, these stories afloat so they can get the most clicks and the most ad buys or whatever the hell they're doing out there. 
but everybody just needs to take their panties, get them out of the twist, <laughs> sit down, drink a Bud Light, because if you're that messed up about a transfer deal, you probably drink Bud Light. <laughs> you said you wouldn't make this political. <laughs> I don't. I'm talking about beer, man. I have no idea. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I noticed you didn't say Modelo. Um, come on, man. Come on, man. Modelo is a good beer. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it's probably the, it's probably the best uh, commercial beer. Um, now, look, Jared, I'm with you. Bro, I'm with you, but look, I look, I do deals for a living. I do them every week, and I, at a certain point, um, you know, the I, either party needs to stop moving the goalposts and just get down to brass tacks, all right? Because once you once you start making too many concessions, then that balance that that balance in the negotiation gets tipped one way severely. And so you, uh, I think that, I think that we just need to take a pretty hard line and just say, look, here's 80, 85 million, whatever, take it or leave it. And they'll take it. They'll take it. And that, and that's why I think it's taken so long. You get people are saying, oh, in one hand, they're saying, why is it taking so long? And then on the other hand, they're saying, oh, Chelsea should take a hard line. Well, maybe it's both is happening. The reason yeah. it's taking so long is because we're taking a hard line. Um, yeah. So I think there are some fans, and I'm not saying Carlito in this, that do need. Yes, to... he is. Yes, he is. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I understand your reasons from a different. You're, you're coming at it from a little bit of a different standpoint, but sure. there's more people that are just very much will say one thing, say the other, but don't realise that actually the two are quite connected. Um, so yeah. they need to. This is just typical fans, but this is why we we, we try and have a debate and raise new information and opinions and people's minds can be changed and learnt. Um, obviously, us three are not exactly uh, people we can learn from certain things, but <laughs> we, we, we hope to spread a little bit of good knowledge. Um, well, the, well, the other thing, and Jared mentioned this, this is, this is important. Um, actually, you both mentioned it, and that is that, you know, there are a lot of clubs that cultivate talent, that scout talent, that find diamonds in the rough, mold them and then sell them and Chelsea traditionally has been the type of club that goes and finds players that have been molded uh, and are certainly now at a higher price tag than when they were initially bought by their previous club Um, but then you look at things like Diego Moreira Angelo Gabriel who was just signed 15 minutes ago just announced Um, you know guys like Carney guys like uh Andre Santos, who a year from now would probably cost five times as much as what we paid for him. So I do appreciate, and again, you bought, you guys have both highlighted this. I do appreciate that Chelsea is looking to do both. Sure, maybe in a year and a half we'll go for Rafa Leal. In fact, I, I guarantee we will. But in the meantime, we are also uh, big game hunting in a different way. You know, we're finding players that uh are really good they're just not well known you know Morera, uh you matt you and i talk about this all week that's a first team player that 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 guy should have been playing first team football for benfica but the sporting director um kind of punished him for running down his contract and it, it's, it's he's it's in his right to do that but from a footballing standpoint that is a little bit unprofessional 
Um, but you, you know, you got these guys that are now coming in and some of them um, will definitely be first team players. And it's, it's a nice shift in the trajectory of our previous model where, you know, we were just buying the hottest player, buying the Mark Cucurella, right? Buying the Wesley Fafana. Uh, now it seems like we're trying to make the next Wesley Fafana. Yeah, and even if we can't make the next Wesley Fafana, we'll have someone that we can still sell on for a profit and then go buy the next yeah. Wesley Fafana or buy whoever. This is the yep. point. Chelsea are running, uh, are trying to run a more sustainable model and people will... People moaned at this when I think it was I can't remember if it was Bowley or Ed Barley that said it that the Abramovich years weren't very sustainable run and everyone went up in arms because you look and go well Abramovich won twenty odd trophies in twenty odd years whatever it was uh, the number um, but when you look at how Roman run the club especially in the last few years it's been it's not sustainable we we got a pot of gold for selling Hazard for one hundred and fifty million yeah but. We've not we we we've not sold players that well. We've not cultivated talent. We've bought loads of duds um, on big money and waste. And luckily, we've sold some of them for okay prices in the end. And we've got a bit lucky with Morata and people like that. But we haven't run in a proper way. And you look at teams like Brighton, who yeah, they're at a lower level than us, and their ceilings lower than ours, so they're never going to reach the ceiling we are. But they run the club properly, and. This is where we. This is where Todd Bowley is trying to bring in this new. Not even a, people say it's a new way. It's not it's even not a new, new way. It's, it's just learning off every other club. People, and this is this is what I always laugh at. Everyone assumes that City is the only multi-club model. There is lots of multi-club models as it goes down in different lower levels. Brighton, for example, they have a Belgian club um, where they've put their talents from and. They've come back. Matoma is the perfect example. Went out on loan there, did really well. Come back, now looks like Brighton will sell him probably next summer for quite a lot of money if he plays well again. So this is this is the way that we're just trying to run like a, a more sustainable football club that's not just going to put money in their pocket every five minutes. Yeah, the other thing, I mean, the reason that we bought all those players and the reason that we want all those services, dude, Roman ate a bunch of debt. I mean, he accumulated a shitload of debt. It's why when they sold the club for five billion or whatever it was, um, yeah, I mean, I, I you'd have to take like one point five billion off of that just for the amount of debt he's accumulated because we sold nowhere near as much as we bought. So, I mean, yeah, our owner was great and our owner was willing to spend money and just eat all that debt. But yeah, most clubs they're just not like that and. The problem is that when you have that type of license to just go buy players, you're almost taking chances on players that are not sure things. Think players like Alvaro Morata, right? I mean, players like Felipe Luiz. Um, I mean, players like uh, fuck. I mean, I'm trying to think of another one that was really expensive that was just a total dud. Uh, it'll come to me. Oh, Kepa, Kepa Rizablaga. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean these. Those were not even sure things. We were Hi, just Matt. spending money. <laughs> Matt, Matt, the Australian Matt, just saying hi, Australian Matt. He said Kepa. Oh, God. So, so you felt that that type of tangential comment was appropriate, right there? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. 
Uh, no, but at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, we, we bought a lot of duds because I don't think we scouted them very well. And we were just like, oh, this player's popular. That means he's good. We should do that. It just, it just, we just made a ton of mistakes. And I don't, I think that this type of model is one that is uh, less susceptible to mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I think we're just working smarter. Um, I I like that Chelsea are working smarter. These players that come in, Angelo Gabriel, who will probably go to Strasbourg on loan. Strasbourg probably get a Champions League football with how dead the French league is. (laughs) Seriously. Dude, we're giving them a ton of talent. But, yeah, I mean, it's exciting because now I can can go and look at these players, and especially when other teams are playing, I'm not particularly interested, and go, I'm intrigued now of how these players will do. When, when When we keep signing big, big talent, you know especially some of them in the Premier League, you know what they are. So you, 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 there was a little intrigue, but there's you know what the player is and you know what the player's probably going to do. Sometimes they pop, do well, sometimes they flop. But it is what it is. But it's nice to see these young talents that you can just spot out of nowhere. Um, and I do, in terms of Angelo Gabriel, I do like to have a Brazilian in the team. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we've got Thiago Silva, who's great in his own right, but I really want a flary Brazilian talent and... Angelo Gabriel could be at. Andre Santos is most probably going to be that. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see Chelsea Football Club again. What are you still reeling that we didn't buy Malcolm? <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I, 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 I when Malcolm when Malcolm was in was involved, I, I didn't want Malcolm at all. Actually, <laughs> fair you enough. can always go get Fred. <laughs> Fred. Fred. I remember, I, remember, I remember it was the, it was the every year we were linked with Hulk. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, didn't he marry his sister? His, like no, that. his his uh, wife's daughter. Oh my! His what a legend! His what a legend! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, what a degenerate! <laughs> hey. Oh my So, god. but I, I actually think that Caicedo will be the last transfer we uh, do. Unless we sell uh, Connor Gallagher, disagree. I do think I don't think there'll be another big signing. Um, well, we I, I and, I'm say not, we, and I would not I would not count I would not count the likes of Ryan Cherokee as a big signing. That's not. Yeah, but Cherokee's not coming in unless Connor Gallagher's gone. You sure? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you're not playing Connor Gallagher at either six. The only position that he's worth playing in is a ten. Oh, I'm not playing him at all. I think he stinks. Okay, but he's if he's here, <laughs> he's going to be in the squad. I yeah. know this. Yeah, so, yeah. I just, I don't, I just don't think he's going to be here. I think we'll sell him. But the other thing is that Jared, I still think that we're going to be in for a striker. I don't. Who? Randall Colomuani. Oh no! Oh God! You're, I I saw you put I saw you put the link this source in. I was like, you do realize it's probably a thing of they've looked at the previous list that was mentioned of Martinez, <laughs> Mart, Mart, Martinez, Blahovic, and Moani and gone well. Fabrizio said two of them are out, so let's just mention the other one just for the sake of. Hey, there very well could be it, Matt. It very well could be that, or it could be that we're interested in Randall Colomuani. Not this year. Eh, if it's next year, he'll be more expensive. How do you know that? 
It's appreciation they, they would, of an they, asset. They want damn near hundred million for him now. And he's only had one good year. That was a very good year. Huh? It's a very good year. Okay, but it was one in the Bundesliga. Yeah, we've, we've seen how many, this story. How many people have had good Bundesliga? Yeah, and then done nothing. See, Come you on, guys Ed. say that, and yet we just bought Christopher and Kunku. Okay. Yes, but I think they work differently in terms of. Ah, you're using the yes, but logic. Yeah. Well, let's just be very clear. If you're going to make a blanketed statement, please understand no, that there I'm will not, be caveats that are antithetical to what you just well, said. I'm not, I'm not making a blanket statement. I do make the exceptions, and uh, and Kunku is that ex- exception. It, I look at Mwani, and I haven't watched him week in, week out, so I could be wrong. But from what, from the bits and bobs that I have watched, and particularly I want to watch, see what goals he does score. And there's too many times where he's running into space that in a Chelsea team you're not going to get. Right. So I look at that and go, well, that's a good goal. Yes, fantastic. Well done. Timo Werner scored a lot of goals like that as well. <laughs> but if you're not going to get that space, you're not going to get that goal. And I don't think there's enough in the rest of his game to spend 90, 100 million on. So you're saying he's the French Timo Werner? I'm no, not saying, he does, he does no, not. I'm not like directly him. comparing the two, but I'm making the example of they both have used space to score goals. And I'm tweeting that out right now. There are, there, I mean, I'm not saying he's Thierry Henry, but there are, he's, there's a style similarity there. I mean, he's languid. He, he's, he's extremely fast. Well, uh, I, I want to say that Martial was compared to Thierry Henry, and look what well, happened. I, I, that's on Martial. That is on Martial. Yeah, this, this kid's 25, too, so it's not like... Um, and and like I said, he's going to be a hundred mil, and I don't see us dropping a hundred mil on a striker. I mean, this this striker market is dead. Really. Yeah, you've yeah, got Harry, Harry you've Kane. got Harry Kane, who is just not likely because Tottenham are not going to sell to Chelsea, um, unless we just put ridiculous money on the table that even Daniel Levy can't refuse. You've got Oshiman, who's been quoted as one hundred and eighty million euros, which no thank you. I'm not going to pay ridiculous prices like that. Um, and you know with De Laurentiis he's not going to subside he's going to do a Brighton and say my price or nothing um, and then you've got a kid who's had one good season um, <laughs> are you going through puberty right now Matthew what's going no, on no I, 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 <laughs> I have a bit of a sore throat leave me alone oh poor Maddie. <laughs> let's just say I had a lot of drinking yesterday so oh, it was that protein so shake yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, my, my point was, before you kindly interrupted... <laughs> oh, I rudely interrupted. <laughs> but you think um, it was necessary at that point? Yes, to do that? very much so. I had to. He squeaked four times, man. <laughs> but yeah, so you've got Kota Moani, who is dumb, had one good season, and again, quoted 100 million. Outside of that, you've got people who haven't had good seasons, who are risks, and you're still going to pay a lot of money for. So I think Chelsea are... Rather than spending ridiculous amount of money, they're going to be smart and go. Well, I'm not going to waste my money on someone that could fail again, and has a fair um, chance of failing, not just a small chance. Somebody get him a soda. <laughs> some gin, some ginger ale. <laughs> yeah, some ginger ale. <laughs> some, some Canada Dry, green bottle. <laughs> Uh, Poor Matthew. <laughs> well, I'll let you go. I'll let I'll let you guys do most of the talking. 
Oh, get out of here. You're the hostess with the mostest. Uh, anyway, yeah, I just I just think I think this is a stretch. I think this is a slow news day. It's a slow news day story. I don't think there's anything in these links with Kola Moani. Um, if you want to talk about strikers, the best thing we can say is we don't want Vlahovic to stay at Juventus. Now, that doesn't mean he has to come to us, but he can't stay at Juventus. Because, damn it, he's got to go so we can get rid of Grimace. Uh, Grimace has got to go. You know, how ironic is it that McDonald's as a corporation is also retiring the Grimace character? Well, I'm telling you what, that, that dude is... Oh, my God. Full of more shit than a Christmas turkey. Yeah, he's dude. He's James Harden, is what he is. He's he's James Harden. Okay, he he just he just goes scorched earth, and any place he goes to, he can't stay for very long, and he has public, embarrassing spats with people that are just trying to have a professional relationship with him, and it just it's just it's just unbelievable. I mean, like I I, I knew it when I saw it. I was like, oh, this is about playing time. This is about him not starting, and what do you know? It's because mm-hmm. he didn't start in the Champions League final that he calls up Juventus and says, I am interested. Well, there you go. Uh, professional athletes, they're fickle, just like everybody else. Um, yeah, no, this is – if he's going to Juventus, it's a couple red flags for me, Maddie. It's a couple red flags. Number one, you just bought Vlavich 18 months ago. Why do you want to get rid of him now? And number two – not only are you getting rid of Lavich, you're replacing him with Lukaku, who he considered to be terrible, and they're considering that to be an upgrade. That is a huge red flag for me. It Ooh. tells me that they know something we don't. Or it's a thing of Juventus have been a dead club for three, four years now. Uh, I, I, I see them make stupid decisions every window, so this is just another one of their stupid decisions. It's, yeah, I mean, that's fair, but... Yeah, I mean, I mean, the amount of trouble that they've gotten into recently is is wild. But I mean, still, it looks like Pogba could go for ten million pounds. Well, y'all missing the big picture here is that you won't see Lukaku and Megan Thee Stallion together ever again. That, I mean, that's the most important thing. Why is that? Rock Nation. What about it? They broke up. Uh, Rock Nation is is firing Lukaku. Firing him? Yeah, they don't want to represent him anymore. They've terminated their contract with him. When did this happen? Last night. Last night. <laughs> oh, my God. Even, wow. Even, even fucking Jay-Z is annoyed with. <laughs> so, like I said, you know, everyone making the stadium. Oh, he's got 99 problems and Rom ain't one of them anymore. Oh, Wow. <laughs> I, I did not know this. That is that is a bit of news. Yeah. So, uh, uh, that, because they they're the ones who brokered the deal between Inter and Chelsea, oh. and Lukaku went behind their back. They didn't even know he was talking to Juventus. So, I mean, they they were brokering a deal with Inter Milan, uh, Inter Milan to get it done, and yeah. now they look stupid. So they yeah. said. Uh, See you, wouldn't want to be you. Smell you later, big guy. And so, uh, that dude, I'm telling you what, Matt, you need to explain your people to us because they move differently. 
Yeah, Frank LaBeouf, uh, who was a, a Chelsea player at one point and is now a commenter on ESPN FC, he says, Lukaku only said five times that he would never go to Juventus. Maybe he should have said it ten times. It's a big mess, like his career. Oh, uh, Lukaku is just the most snakiest person I've ever, I've ever noticed. He, he, was not, he cares about no one but himself. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, and the fact that people keep falling for it is beyond me. And this is a little dig at Alfred and Sadiq, who was like, oh, let's, if Lukaku comes back and scores a few goals, we'll forgive him. Oh, yeah, but, you know, they've eaten too many lead paint chips. <laughs> but, <laughs> Did you eat paint chips as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> it's from Tommy, boy. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, Sadiq, Alfred, you bums. You bums. That's a bum take. That you, would, that you would take him back? That is a bum take. Oh, my I, Lord. Again, we're missing the big picture here. What the hell's going on in Belgium? You have Courtois, who was a snake. He he walked out on the Belgian team because he didn't get the armband. Um, You got... Uh, you got Grimace who's snaking everybody, even his own people. You've got Hazard who ate too many damn hamburgers and now has to retire. I mean, what the hell is going on in your country, dude? I mean, Carrasco is another one. I mean, yeah, they're just French adjacent. They're just French, but less committal. I mean, they, they, they love the crepes and they love to take five hour lunches and all this bullshit. But I, I do think it has been a problem with the Belgium national team for a while. These are very yeah. good players, but they're, they're fucking arrogant individuals. Yes. Um, and that's why the new manager of Belgium is choosing to go down a bit more the young route, because these players are seen as, at the moment, less arrogant. He's trying to coach them in a way of, don't be arrogant. You're, you, you're not top of the world, no matter what people say. And hopefully we'll bring for a, a crop of young talent that is not as snaky, not as arrogant, and not to it themselves. I mean, you've looked at De Bruyne and um, Courtois have had arguments with each other. Hazard's had arguments with other people. Lukaku's had arguments. You've had Witzel that's, again, the same. They're all just... all apart. I said De Bruyne is probably the most sound out of the, the others. Oh, yeah. um, at least his arrogance doesn't necessarily translate into poor behavior but it is, it is it's been a problem with this whole golden generation and that's because i think they keep if you call someone a golden generation long enough they believe they're in hype yeah yeah well the only golden thing about them is the, the fries i'm telling you straight up mcdonald's frites uh getting back to the chels <laughs> i think uh I think our attack is set, gentlemen. I do not. I do. Oh man! And then you got—I I, I mean, Aubameyang's leaving too. That so you you want to go? You want to go into the season with two unproven young strikers? I absolutely do not. Well, I think that's what we're going to do. At I least mean, one of them be- had his knee explode in the eighteen. It didn't have its knee explode. You got to like somebody put some C4 on that bad boy. <laughs> he tore an ACL. Bro, his knee exploded. And 
So, yeah, but to be fair, if it, if it was if if the ASO was as bad as it should as as you're saying it is, he wouldn't be back by now. Actually, uh, that so is a that, very actually, good point. He's actually recovered much better. We weren't expecting Brozier back till September, October, and that was just doing ball work, let alone actually getting back ready in the team. Brozier will take part in preseason. That was something we'd not expected. So yet. I don't think the ACL is either it wasn't near as bad as everyone said it was or he has recovered from it in an absolute outstanding way. Or he had the work done in America instead of England. <laughs> of course. Of course you Americans. I bet he went to Germany and got those Kobe Bryant platelets put in his knee. It, it, it's, uh, it's, yeah. Not platelets, but stem cells. Plasma-rich what? stem cells. Fucking whatever, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's completely ready. I think there are there are still positions we need to get. I think one more wide player yeah. would be nice. It doesn't have to be a starter, because I think we've got You've got Sterling, who's going to be a starter. You've got Mudrick, who is, hopefully, if he can grow and develop into what he's supposed to be and be a bit better this season, he will be in that starting lineup. Again, Madueke, starting line, potential starting lineup. So you've got three good wingers. You just need someone to rotate. It can be a Dybala. If you really want it to be a Shirky, you can be a Shirky. Um, and then I, I think that's that how it went. I think the strikers... I understand Jared's uh, point of let's go in with them. I understand Carlito's point of let's go. Um, they're not ready. They're young. One's, bust, one's had a knee that's still recovering from. We don't know how he's actually going to come back from that. And the others never played the Premier League, had one good part at the end of the season, and then we bought him. Um, but I do think we are keeping our striker options open and we might have another striker before the end of the season without actually getting one in the summer. Um, and that would be Ivan Tony. I think that is something Chelsea will look at. Because it well, could be I guess a you didn't watch the, the game for the rest of the year then. Ah, man, what a conundrum, huh? <laughs> what a conundrum. <laughs> Supporting a gambler. Can't do that. Can't do that. Hi, Sadiq. Can't do that. Certainly can't do that. Well, I think we have that person on our team is uh, Diego Moreira. Could be. He, he, I think he will give, be given every chance to to fill that fourth winger. Again, he's the he's left footed inverted winger. He can also play on the left if if uh, if Poch wants to, to to switch things up and go right foot on the right side, left foot on the left side, uh, for whatever reason, and. Um, he moves a lot like McDwake, so I think that you could, you know, sub him in, sub him out, and you're still getting the same thing. So it's consistency, 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 and uh, he's he's got a little he's got a little uh, spice in his game too. So yeah, yeah he looks possibly, he looks great. I yeah, mean, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, there is the unknown. He hasn't played. First team minutes for a men's team yet, but I wouldn't be fully against it. Um, if Poch sees him enough in training and goes, yep, yeah, 
I'd like to bring him in. I'm fine to bring him in. I'm not. It would still be though. Yeah, um, it is unproven. We've got to see how things go because this could not work. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Um, I still think we need someone, whether it is a striker or a winger. I'd like to see one more in, just to have a body. Um, even if it is a Dybala that is not going to cost you a lot of money um, and is going to be a nice experience to let these young players grow, I wouldn't mind that, personally. Plus, Dybala is a fantastic player. He's a fantastic player. Yeah, no, look, I just you know my stance. Two players to every position. That includes attacking mid, and you can't say, oh, and Kunku could play multiple positions. No, when he's playing, he's playing one position. You can't, it's, not, it's not like we have replicants of him on the field. So if he's playing attacking mid, okay, who's the second attacking mid? All right, is it? Yes, you, you, you can rotate in different games. Ninkuku plays different positions. No, I hear you, but I also do not trust this team at all in terms of health. And it's, it's not hyperbole to say that we are the most injury-prone team in Europe. Because we are. We had, I think we had like 58 injuries or something last season. Ten more than the, the second place finish. Like we are the most injury-prone team in Europe. Yes, so, but, yes, but the difference is we, are, we were also the mo- one of the most under-trained teams for a while. We've, tra- we've, we've been terrible in terms of under-training. And that's not just been part of that was Tuchel as well. Wasn't the best with that. And that's where yeah, most because- of these problems have come from. Because now, our hippie, now, our hippie leftist coach, kept giving them time off. But this is the point. Poch is not going to do that. Poch is oh, already. Thank God. Gone, they've already gone for a, a massive, huge um, fitness regime to get themselves fit. Plus, to the point, you only have, you do not have European football. We only have three competitions. Not playing. We're not playing twice a week every week. Um, so there, there is less game load to play. There's going to be less pressure on them. Um, well, I don't think you're going to see as many injuries. And therefore, I don't think it's completely necessary now to have two players in every position and two experienced players in every position. I think you can, this, for at least this season, fill the gaps with some younger players. There's only one position I don't pretty much know who's going to play. In, in, in my opinion, look. You've got Reese James, you've got Gusto behind it. Done. That position group is done. Yep. You've got Fafana, Tiago Silva. You've got Caldwell, Badia Shield. You've got right now it's going to be uh, Chilwell and Kukurea. In the middle, you've got Caicedo, Andre Santos, Enzo, uh, Tukameka. You've got um, Morea and Madueke. You've got Sterling and Mudrick. You've got Broya. And um, Roya and Nicholas Jackson, and unfortunately at Cam, you're going to have Nkunku with Connor Gallagher as his backup, unless we sell Connor Gallagher. Yeah, he's got, he's got to go. He's not good enough. He's and that's flat the, out not good enough. And that's the only reason that you would bring a turkey in at that point. But you got to move Gallagher first. Yeah, again, we're a possession-based team. Uh, we want pattern play in the attack. Connor Gallagher flat out is technically incapable of doing it. He loses the ball way too much. His touch sucks. Like this, this player is is technically deficient. He's like a, he, he plays like a college player. 
He's just he's just all gas, no brakes, constantly in 50-50 challenges. Ball retention is negative. Like I, he he is he is a complete mess. I mean, I it, five minutes into training session, I'm sure Pochettino looked at me and goes, "Oh shit, this guy stinks," because he does. I don't give a shit about how hard he tries. He often has to try hard because he's losing the ball all the time. He has to try hard to get it back. Like that, that is just an inefficient player. He's, he's awful, awful. I cannot believe he's still on this team. Well, so my, my question to you, Jester, is obviously you've said you've mentioned that you've said that if Gallagher doesn't go, we're not going to sign another player. Do you think Gallagher goes in this window? I'm about sixty forty that he goes. Um, I mean, I know there's been talk from from multiple teams. Uh, Tottenham looks the most likely. I would love that. You know, take take him. We don't even want, we don't even need to talk about Harry Kane. Just take Connor Gallagher. Shit, don't worry, don't don't worry, Daniel Levy. We won't bring up Harry Kane's name. But take this dude off our hands, please. Has West Ham sorted out their Declan Rice replacement yet? <laughs> yeah, they oh. want to sign. Um, uh, what's his face that we had on loan from Juventus last year? Oh, Zachariah. Oh. Yeah. Really? Lots of hell. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I so know. Obviously, West Ham was someone that was interested in Gallagher as well. Sure. So I don't know whether that would be a, still a possible destination. I mean, they might not, not necessarily just replace Rice with one player. That's the thing. Matt, well, I'm, just, I'm just worried. Matt, I'm worried that we're going to be underprepared again. Okay, I thought that Kai was going to be able to do this at striker for us. I was wrong. He it didn't work out. He, it's not his position. He had a bad year. Um, but now we're going in again with unproven players up top. And I'm looking at this, and then I'm looking at RSL, which is the other football team that I follow. I follow it very intently. Uh, and RSL just signed Chicho Arango, okay, LAFC striker last year. They won the the cup. He's an extremely good player. Too good for the MLS. And it has transformed our team. We're looking like the best team in the country. People are already thinking that we're going to go to the finals. Because of that player, he has made everybody else better. Everybody else better. And so I'm looking at that player and then I'm thinking, I'm looking at Chelsea and I'm saying, we don't have a starting striker. And as much as that position is going by the wayside in modern football, the biggest teams still have one. Okay, Barcelona, um, Man City. Okay, these teams still have a big man up top that is really good. Okay, we just we cannot go into the season unpre- underprepared again like we were last season because it was a mess from the first game to the last. It was just. A I, I would mess. then I would then switch it and say we can't afford to mess up on the striker again. Oh, we have to get it right. So but I mean, that, I'm looking at everybody where, else. That, to, that, co- that's where yeah. I think that's where I think Chelsea are risk taking a risk and saying, "Do you know what? We'd rather get no one than get another dud." Yeah, but you know what? You know what results from that? No player. Okay, I get yes. it. You're I keeping your options open that maybe next summer the market for strikers becomes a lot more saturated, and then you can get your target then. And if we have another su- season like last season, it will 
damage our reputation. Yes, but I don't think necessarily we're going to have another season like last season just because we don't replace striker. Well, it's a very important position. It is an important I, I, position, but I, don't I think give a damn how, about that some of our biggest problems was the midfield. Oh, I agree with you on that, but you got you got Newcastle bidding eighty-two million pounds for Kavara from Napoli, the most exciting left winger in in their country. Like these teams are getting better, and we're still stuck in neutral. And the way to really accelerate our betterness is to buy a proper forward. Okay, hold on. I'm going to expound on something here real quick because you you said this this kid that they signed at RSL. Has made them, made you league uh, favorites. I right? I believe so. Yeah, I believe. Okay, so. then name the equivalent striker for Chelsea that could come to do that for Chelsea. It's currently in the market. No fantasy. No, see, that's the thing is that currently in the market, really. Um, I mean, look, you guys are not going to like it. It's Ollie Watkins. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hey, hey, Matt, um, I don't know this other dude up here, but we're going to have a conversation that might be somewhat intelligent because the dude just said Ollie Watkins. <laughs> He's a that's good player. Jess, is that's why I think we've won the argument without even mentioning an arg- a, 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 another word. I wasn't going to expect you to say Harry Kane. Uh, no, he's not available. Not to Chelsea. He's not available to Chelsea. They'll never sell him to us. Well, he of the strikers that are currently rumored to be going someplace else the only one that's going to take you to a league title or make us challenge would be harry kane uh, i mean oh. look you know, you know like goncarlo uh ramos uh i mean he's he's good you know you got there there are but, other players come but you but you set the standard of making us favorites for the league and there's only one striker that does that, and that's Harry Kane. And since he is not available, why do you just go out and and take a scrub? Because he's better than maybe possibly what you have. Oh, I don't think Ollie Watkins is a scrub. Compared to Harry Kane? Dude, Harry Kane's a moot point. It's a moot no, point. No, it's not. No, I, I'm trying to follow the argument that you set up. Which was this kid coming into RSL makes you favorites for the league. He's not. I mean, why, he's a grown ass man. She's your wrong striker. And yeah. I'm saying, okay, who of the equivalent stature, who has the same uh, talent and has already done it that could take us to being league favorites? And it's only Harry Kane. Oh, I mean, there's a couple others. There's Latara Martinez. Oh, no, um, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I like uh, Latara Martinez. But he does not way, take his league favorites. Julian, Julian Alvarez on a loan. Like, there, there are players that we, we could get. We're not, Man City are not going to loan Julian Alvarez to us. Uh, you ask okay. for options. I'm giving you fucking options. You, yes, ask, I, just I, say, I, 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 you also put me on the spot without any prep. All right? I, I did, Ollie I Watkins say, is a great player. I did say no fantasy options. Oh, I, I think. I, I mean, I Julian Alvarez on loan is a bit of fantasy. <laughs> so, again, that's why we're not buying a striker. Okay, Jared, but you saying that is an opinion. It is not a fact. So, if if and when we do sign one, you guys will just naturally say, oh, he stinks. This is going to be good enough. Just because you want to win some argument not, that doesn't exist. No, no, uh, I, it's fine if they do. 
I'm just saying I don't think they will because, again, you cannot tell me anybody outside of Harry Kane coming in this team will is guaranteed to do give us more production than Brogia and Nick Jackson. Because, guaranteed yes. to what to to score more goals than those two? Yeah, yeah, every player I've just mentioned will score more goals than those two. Okay, but guess it guaranteed. There's I, no I such thing. So. There's no such thing as a guarantee. Because Tammy Abraham scored 15 goals one year. Well, he's not here, is he? And he's he's on an operating table because his knee also exploded. Right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. So it's it's much more about let's get the system in place because the system, you know, the how we played allowed Tammy Abraham to look good, right? So if you put a system in place that allows the strikers to finish. Yeah, I mean, and look, they have the about, capability of finishing. Jared, the, the the striker from Benfica, Giancarlo Ramos. It's another one that's up and coming, 22 years old, big guy, uh, goal scorer. I mean, there are players out there. I I, I understand that, but he's still going to be 100 million. Eh, I don't know about that. He scored 27 goals last season. Okay, I, wonderful. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Not at those prices. Oh, I mean, you're going to have to you're going to have to bend over and let whatever team wants to show you the fifty states, my man. This, these players are not going to be cheap. This is it's the most expensive position. Well, that's why there has to be an agreement about, amongst the board and everybody involved in decision making that this is this person this player is a can't miss. Everybody's putting their job on the line to bring a hundred million. Uh, pound player in, right? It's not, it's not like those, we haven't done it before. I, I understand that, but you understand it's the process that they go through. And the reason we're not going to fight to get another striker is nobody can agree on that person. They can't agree on that one, yes, he's worth 100 million pounds to be dropped on his head. And like what I understand. We've gra- you said about Ramos. Why would Ramos be any different to Jackson? Um, in, I mean, it's a good point. They're both, they're, both, they're both young, both had very good seasons, but yeah. they haven't proven it for a substantial period of time for me to go. He's, bi- he's bigger, though. He's, he's a bigger guy. The, the physicality aspect of the league is always going to be a concern for me. From what I understand, Nick Jackson is a, he's wiry, if you remember that movie. What? He's oh. wiry. Wiry, wiry. What's that? Ah, fuck, what is that movie? That's um, The Replacements. Ah! Oh! <laughs> the kicker's sm- smoking <laughs> a cigarette on the field. <laughs> He's wiry. He, I, from what I, people have said, that, that he is more physical than he looks. Okay. I mean, Ambrosia's not a small man. No, I, I know that, but I don't, I don't trust that knee as far as I can throw it. Well, you know, people don't usually throw knees, but it's an expression, and it's an American expression. You know the expression. I, I, I do, but I just, you know, I mean, Jared is just Jared is just on one today. Unbelievable! I told you I was going to be a shit today. You are being a shit today. <laughs> well, at least I was honest. That's fair. 
I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't. I, even with the options you've set, I still don't. I, I don't know whether Jesters agrees, but I'm not convinced that there is another strike in the market apart from Harry Kane that can back your point of we will challenge again. I mean that that is the just just it's just such a lazy argument. Okay, the best striker in the world. If we can't get the best striker in the world, then we might as well just pack up and go. I was following your argument that you actually put out there. No, I said we need a striker. I did not say we need Harry Kane. (laughs) But you said that the guy you brought in made you insta-favorites for the league since the way he's been playing. For sure. For sure. And I said, what striker out there that's gettable would make us insta-league favorites? Uh, even Harry Kane wouldn't make us league favorites. I mean, even, or even even just nailed on the Champions League. I mean, Harry Kane would would make us up there. In the... Okay, but, but betting even... wise, it wouldn't make us favorites. I mean, it's still going to be Man City. I mean, that's it's very obvious. Let's not dance around the subject. No, but even the top four. Yeah, top four for sure. Yeah, but I, I, even with Ramos. And that I don't see us nailed on for top four. That sign does not change it for me. Yeah. I, th- I think we're doing the most important thing, which is is laying the base, which is good defense. I think our, our starting back four, whatever combination, is up there with the best in the league. For sure. I, I, I did this with Andrew last night. I asked him on Sarcasm City if we sign Caicedo, how do you rate Caicedo, Enzo, and Nkunku against the top six's uh, three midfielders? How does that midfield that midfield three rate against the top of other midfields in the league? And he came out. He came back with only Man City's being uh, a little bit better. So you're building the defense, the midfield, and that allows so for you to have young players in those positions because the goals that are going to be set up for them are going to be easier to score. Yeah, the, you, you, the way you are going to free Enzo Fernandez to create a lot more ch- we do we, we do create ourselves a fair amount of chances, but we're going to create loads and loads of chances this year. Um, and we've seen Nicholas Jackson with the way he's been playing. He is a fairly clinical striker. Um, Brozier has looked re- not the most clinical striker in the world, but reasonably clinical. We just need a bit of players to be a bit more clinical up top, Madueke, Madrick, to then b- bring these goals in. Um, and we don't just need it to come from the striker. We need it to come from just more than the striker. Obviously, the striker is going to be the guy that scores the most goals, but you still need it from your Sterlings. We need him. We need him to step up. You need Mudrick and Madueke to step up, and that will come. From, that will be helped from the midfield. What are you doing, dude? Hey, me? No, I think Ryan. What are you doing, man? Nothing. That's not me. Oh, somebody that sounded like they were sawing on something. Mm, nope. Wasn't me. Okay. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> I was like, what anyway, in the hey. hell is going on? God knows, God knows. Anyway, we will we, we, we'll change, go back into the subject. Um, 
yeah, so the, I, I think the midfield is going to strengthen us as much as the new strike would. Um, and Kaiseido will help us out. And uh, whether we get top four or not is a question because, as, as Carlito brightly said, Newcastle will get stronger. Man City are staying at Arsenal. the level they are. Arsenal have strengthened. Man United are somewhat strengthening. Um, I still think Liverpool. They have strengthened, but I still think they've gone from an experienced midfield to a very unexperienced pair, and that will take time to gel. So they're not, I don't think they're as guaranteed for top four as everyone thinks they are. Um, so I think that kind of fourth spot is going to be up for grabs. Um, whether we get it or not, I don't know. We might have, get into the Europa League, which isn't the end of the world. I have a question Has Arsenal strengthened? Yes. How? How are they strengthened? Well, they've got, you've got Declan Rice that's come in. Okay. Um, who I would say is an upgrade on what they had before. Partey? Yeah. I think in the role that Partey was playing last year? Well, yeah, but part, what you got to remember, Partey was a player that is not readily available. Last season, he got a bit lucky. And to, even towards the season, they started breaking down a little bit. But and that's when they started playing badly. Well, no, but my point, my point is the, be, the best ability is availability, and Partey has not been that consistent. Okay, uh, so I, would, I would take Partey's defense over Rice. I, I would, I would say Rice is at the level of Partey, but is more available. Okay, and then Havers um, uh, for Xhaka. Yes, Havers is better. I'm not, I'm not going to say Matt, that. Messed it up. I take the fifth. I'll, I'll let Carly thoughts that one. Um, and then I think Tim, Tim, I think Timber improves defence, which has always been something Arsenal need to improve on. Yep. Again, so much better than Rob Holding. The problem with our problem with Arsenal was not necessarily the front team, their eleven. It was the people they had behind. You lose Gabriel or you lose Saliba. You went from Saliba to right, uh, Rob Holding. So now they're going from Saliba to Yuri and Timber, potentially, or Yuri and Timber plays in a different position, whatever. But they're, they're creating more depth in that squad. I don't think Arsenal are necessarily completely done yet. I feel like they've got one more as well. Um, but I think they have strengthened on a team that already did very well last year. Okay, uh, and, they, and they got the, the boy prince back from injury, Emil Smithrow. I forgot to say. Hey, you guys hate. He is a... I would take him at Chelsea right now. Oh, he's, I, don't, I like him as a player, but you you overrate him massively. He's bouncy. <laughs> I just got to sigh. I can't say nothing else about this guy. <laughs> bouncy. Fucking hell. I mean, that, that's appropriate if you're going to a strip club, but not if you're looking at a, at a football Yeah, Molina seems to think that... Uh, and then you bring Molina up after you're talking about bouncy. That's, that's good. <laughs> I, I did not say that. That was Jared, let the record show. Um, okay, no, but the other thing is that she thinks that Partey is, is going to go to Saudi Arabia. He, he, yeah, I think with, I, I don't want to be saying stuff that is currently not been decided by the law, but I think that would be a safe place for him to go to at the moment. I would agree. Well, I, I think, know there's I think some... there, there is there is there's more than one reason Partey would want to go to Saudi. Oh. 
I think there was interest from Juventus as well. Um, but again, I don't think Declan Rice is a defensive upgrade over Partey. Um, and I think that in the midfield position, Kai Havertz is a downgrade to Xhaka defensively. So you've now taken two defensive stalwarts out of your, your midfield, which can put a lot more pressure on your center backs. And we all know, doesn't matter how good your center backs are, if they have multiple people running on them and they're at a disadvantage. They're going to look average. So say what you want, the midfield and what they've lost out of their midfield, they have not replaced. They've gotten flashier. But they have not replaced the grid. Mm, disagree. Well, I, I think I think the best thing for this is let's wait and see how they do, and then we can decide who is right, who is wrong. Oh, um, I'm always right. You know that. Uh, you know, Don't talk back to me, man. Don't talk back. I wouldn't say you're always Respect right. Respect your elders. You, you, you're right most of the time. <laughs> I, uh, I am very apprehensive about the season. I think we are going to struggle. You sound like I was last year, Carlito. What's wrong? What's the, there's always negative. What's happening. wrong? The worst well, season in history you of this club just happened. You're becoming oh. British, I think. No. More and more British by the day. No. You're becoming a British American. Negative. No. Negative Nancy. No. Trust the process. I'm not going to use them words, but... No, he's upset because he swallowed a quarter and he's only pooped out two dimes. He's one more oh, of the extra relax, network. grumpy old men. Relax. I've seen that movie too. Levi Colwell is still Brighton's top left center back target, and despite Chelsea having briefed media that Colwell is not available for move, it's understood that he would be keen to return to the Amex. Oh. I am not worried about Colwell in the slightest. Dude, I don't trust any of these young jabronis. None of them. No. This, look, if fine. Put Caldwell in the deal for freaking Caicedo. Get Caicedo in, then go buy Amaric Laporte from City as Batty Shield. There's a player. There's a player. (laughs) This is backup. Boom. Done. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or or to compete with him on the left hand side. Boom. We're done. I mean, just because you're left footed doesn't mean you have to play on the left side. That's a misnomer. But again, that's what we're. Understand, some people in our audience might have been in on them paying chips as well. Okay? We know at least one or two of them are. So you have to keep it basic. So American Port would be a direct Caldwell replacement because they're both left foot. That's all I'm saying. And he'd be about 30 or 40 million pounds. And like I said, didn't you move? Then after uh, Silva retires, you still have an elder statesman in the back line. Okay. No, it's not many times you don't get caught. You can't. You get Carlito silenced. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. It's been a long yeah, day. Gimping that easy. Yeah, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah. But is there is there anything you guys want to talk about other than what I've always spoke about? Because I think we've covered most of it. Yeah, I want Levi Caldwell to sign an eight-year deal and then and then stop embarrassing himself publicly that would be nice for him to stop acting like a gen z idiot is he well, back is he back now or is he not 
Because I know the young, I know the, I know him. Yeah, they these guys are all. They have to report to Chelsea this week, so there you go. Yeah, we got a game on Wednesday in yeah, the states. Dude. Yeah, but have they have they have they officially reported? Or do they report when we fly off? No, they think you report tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. So I think it'll be interesting when we fly out. Week. It'll be interesting the next week or two to see. Because obviously Poch will want to obviously speak to him in person, go through it, and that that will be I think the point where we will see. Well, after the Poch's conversation, does Cole will suddenly go? Yep, do you know what? I want to stay here. Or does he? If he still feels inclined to potentially want to go, then we'll hear more rumours and potentially see him move on. But I think this week will be a, a good judgment for that factor. But hope I'd I'd prefer him to stay just because I'd rather. Focus on other stuff that we don't need, don't don't have to do. But if 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 he has to go, then we go get a centre back. I would I would love to get Laporte. Um, yeah, he's really good. I don't know whether we'd get him, but I'd like to get him. That that would be that would be a great sign. And I'd hope that we don't go. Let's so Carwell and then keep Chalaba. Yeah, that's the other problem. That that would be that would be my one fear. Of, we let Carwell go for a lot of money, and then we go. Oh, we don't have to sell Chalaba now. We can keep him as a fourth choice. It's terrible. Because I, as as much as I respect Chalaba in, in as a professional, he doesn't. Do, he's not like Mason Mount, who snake the club at the moment, um, and does seemingly want to work hard for Chelsea, like Conor Gallagher. But him and Conor Gallagher are just simply not good enough for this level. Absolutely. Um, so I hope we do not compromise in that direction but we will have to wait and see um but we will finish for today because otherwise my voice will completely die on us before we finish um puberty (laughs) do you know what you're completely and i said jabroni just uh... (laughs) no just just go away but anyway um (laughs) have yourself some warm tea I will, I, will, I will get myself some warm tea and recover from this voice. But thank you guys for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cannot wait till you have some sort of voice problem. Right, have you heard my voice? It's velvet. It is velvet. It never cracks, baby. Oh, it will crack one day and me and Jester's will absolutely roast you okay well until that day my friend you're gonna be waiting a while i, I can wait he lubricates his throat regularly yeah. I, can, I, can, I can wait all day and night but anyway thank you everyone to that has listened to my croaky voice and the other two americans in this podcast um obviously check us out on both spotify and apple podcast um and make sure you check us out on the website www worldwidechelse.com uh, check out the pod check out a new article that uh, Paul has wrote uh, which is fantastic by the way about Todd Bowley um, yeah. and check out the merch as well get them Lukaku out jerseys because it's perfect to remind Romelu Lukaku that he is a complete snake and we are glad that he's leaving this football club um, so stay tuned for listening we'll be back probably next week the week after depending on what happens uh, it's been a bit quiet as transfers so We haven't really done too much, but it's good to get back and chat to the guys. um, And we'll see you again 